How's everybody doing? My name is Sina Palavan. This is the Talk Too Much podcast where I help you go non-fungible. Don't know what that means exactly, but I said it last night and it sounded good. So I'm going to start using that. But this week, jokes aside, the head of marketing from the Sandbox Metaverse, Marcus Blache, joined me to talk about the Sandbox's alpha release and what features it includes and how it's compared to other virtual worlds. The Sandbox is one of the newest ingenuities in the blockchain space. It is a virtual world, a metaverse, if you will, um, which is a culmination of the virtual world. So I guess you can consider it part of the metaverse. This virtual world is built with voxel uh, design, voxel graphics, similar to CryptoVoxel's Minecraft, except the difference is these graphics are a little bit better. Uh, they have ambient inclusion um, embedded onto them to give it a shadow effect. So it's nicely graphic. The graphics are nice. The animations are nice. This interface is smooth. You know, out of all the virtual worlds, it might look the smoothest, the crispest right off the bat. I can say that. Um, it's beautiful design, but what's really, really, really special about this interview for me is what the sandbox can do for your business, for a creator. The sandbox uh, incorporates a beautiful, beautiful creator economy inside of it to give incentives to its players to create content and publish it on the sandbox for money. You know, this is Mr. Marcus said it best in the interview. It's marketed as a game. You can create games on your pieces of land. But he doesn't like it when people call it game a game. He likes it when people call it a platform because that's what it is. It is a tool to enhance your creative abilities and to generate attention for your brand, business, whatever it may be, in a way that was never possible before. You can think as far as you want in the depths of, depths of your mind of how creative you can be with this. You can make a game and sell it for money. You can flip land. You can buy land, set up an art gallery, set up a, a VR gallery not in sandbox yet but i'm sure that's gonna come but there's just so many things you could do you could explore other people's land uh you could rent your land to other people the but the designs that you could sell avatars this world there's a new world being populated and it's on the blockchain new jobs are being created everything um and i, I was so excited to interview mr marcus because i believe the sandbox is going to be one of the leading virtual worlds I believe five years from now, it will be a place where our businesses meet together, you know, as a social hub. So this interview is very special for me. Um, I very much enjoyed talking to Mr. Marcus. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal human being with a phenomenal brain and his passion for this virtual world for these games um, is outstanding, uh, outstanding. I think that I believe in the sandbox and I cannot wait to show you guys what the sandbox does and what it offers its users uh, to make it what it is. See you guys in the episode. If, you, if that's okay for you, like you that's tell me it's your, it's, your, it's your baby. It's perfect. It's perfect. It works for me. So let's get this started. All right. Uh, so for those okay. of you that don't know, uh, Mr. Marcus is the head of mar uh, marketing over at the Sandbox uh, Metaverse. The Sandbox is a virtual world um, focused on gamification and, on, uh, and for creators that's uh, in the process of launching its alpha. It's currently in its beta release. Am I correct, Mr. Marcus? So actually, so we are, we're going to launch the alpha soon. Right now we're in pre-alpha. So the game is not available yet. Pre-alpha. So we are in pre-alpha. And I'm very excited to do this interview because I find the concept of the virtual worlds very fascinating. And I think Sandbox is doing something a little bit differently than other virtual worlds from the graphics to the gameplay to the emphasis its focuses and that's what i really wanted to cover for my audience so mr marcus 
I'm going to give you the floor. Can you please tell my <laughs> audience what exactly the sandbox is and how it compares to other virtual worlds? What features does it have? Oh, I'll fix that right now. All right. So, um, so first of all, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Marcus. I'm the marketing director at the Sandbox. And uh, as you as you very well described, we are building a, a virtual world, a virtual metaverse that is built on the Ethereum blockchain. So what that means is that um, there are there's a, it's a global world that is um, where anyone can come together. We want to build something, an inclusive universe where artists, uh, game makers, game creators, like players, they can all come together and follow their passion and uh, at the same time, thanks to the power of the blockchain, monetize what they are doing so what that means is in a let's uh, let's think back like in a, in a classical video game like you play a video game you you lean back you walk around in an open world and you have your items and then you stop playing and or you get bored of the game or you you, you move on and you move to the next game and that's what you're doing over and over and uh, and thanks to the blockchain and thanks to nfts like this is something which is uh, which is changing the whole paradigm because the world that you're walking on could belong to someone like it's a part of a virtual real estate which is an nft that could be like in our case it's it's called a land and the items that your avatar is wearing or that he's, he has on it those are nfts they could be created by other players and uh, or by by brands or by the sandbox ideally by other players which is something that we are putting emphasis on and this is a uh, on the core, um, what the sandbox, like what we're trying to build, however, in an environment that is this open, this open world, that is the sandbox, where you have uh, that is split up in different parcels that we call land, and users can interact with them, and each user can own a piece of land, which is this part of this virtual world. That that means is that um, if you are, let's say, you go on our website, the sandbox.game. You can click on a land and you can decide, hey, I want to have a, I want to be an owner of a piece of land and I want to build a game experience on it. Then you can do that. You can go and buy and then in the future you will be able to invite other players or other users to join you on your land and um, build a game like a single player experience, a multiplayer experience. You can build an art gallery and host like an NFT art or 2D art of your friends. You can build like a concert and um, ask for admission. You can just do something where like a, a more recent example is you can build a like a, there's a there's an NFT collection project called the Bored Apes. And they're like the they are the hype right now. That's, that's mm. the hot thing right now. And Big. they yeah, and they recently acquired a piece of land as well on the on the sandbox. And what I they want to do partnered with them. Yes. And what they want to do is they want to build their club inside the sandbox that you can only enter if you have this ape in your wallet, in your in your MetaMask wallet. So it's really creating this virtual space and uh, building like this community inside the sandbox. So, Mr. Marcus, let me ask you before we move on. I want to ask you a quick question on what you just said. Yes. How do they restrict other players from entering that land parcel? Uh, based, do you need an NFT for admission on certain land parcels? Can you restrict players from entering on a land parcel with certain guidelines? Yes. So, because it's your it's your land. Like, think about it like um, as a classical real estate. Like, you buy a piece of real estate, and it's your house, and you and it's your piece of land, and you can decide what you want to do with it. You can you can live on it. You can build a shop. You can build an experience. You can invite other people. But you can only you should only like you should decide either you make it open for everyone, like a park or a social hub where anyone can join and hang out and chat with each other, or you decide, hey, I only want to have I want to have this exclusive club where only people can come in that have 
a certain NFT in their wallet. And that's what the, that's in the case of the apes, what they are doing. And then we have other, like there's a lot of other brands. For example, yesterday also we announced the a partnership with um with the two very known DJs, Deadmau5 and Ricky Horton, who are doing something completely different. So what Deadmau5 is really going more into this uh, like a concert interactive uh, environment and really um, like around his music. Richie Horton, he's putting something where he puts his brand enter and uh, builds an experience where like everything that he's been working on over so many years, he wants to put that all under one roof and he's chosen the sandbox to do so. And this is something where we're getting really excited about because anyone can decide what he's doing on his piece of land. And uh, as a, you don't have to be a landowner or own a piece of virtual real estate in order to interact with the sandbox, but anyone can visit. Like I could only have an account and I can go on your land and uh, and do like host like yeah. play games and participate. So, and that's, I actually was going to ask you towards the end of the show about Deadmau. And we'll just really quickly go, go over that because you went over the board eight yacht club. <laughs> so we're going on use cases um, for these lands. And Mr. Marcus just said, you could make this land exclusive um, and got, tie it into a collection and sell it. And if you have the NFT, then you can enter the land. But what Deadmau5 is doing diff is a little bit different, isn't he? It's kind of like a, a virtual concert, a virtual Coachella. I saw your guys' trailer. It literally looked yeah. like Coachella main stage. So I was going to ask you, is this? do you think this is the future for artists? Because one thing, and I'm going to get segue this into something else, but do you believe that something like the sandbox, a metaverse like the sandbox specifically, can be a hub for creators such as myself, artists like Deadmau5, to really come in and um, display their brand, air their content, and how, if I may ask? I definitely. So the answer is the answer is yes. Like the short answer is definitely yes, and that's what we're building on. And for those like uh, for listeners that are not familiar with the sandbox, is like it's 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 our brand, the sandbox. And you might, uh, if you see like uh, the design and you go on our website, you might think of it as a game. However, it's a platform, and we want to build this inclusive world where we want to bring together, like as I said at the beginning, creators, artists, players, all alike. And for us, it's important to have to give everyone the opportunity to do that. So if you think of the sandbox, we have a we have our core product, which is the sandbox, but linked to this whole ecosystem there's a suite of tools that are all playing in key component inside the like inside our ecosystem so you have the sandbox which is the like the, the where you experience what is being built by other players then you have a like a voxedit which is a 3d asset creation tool where you can create um, nfts that you can then list on our nft marketplace which is the next line of um of inside our ecosystem and creators will get 95% of all assets that they list on the marketplace which is wow. something like we want to we want to give um, creators um, the decision right to decide themselves like how much their 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 creativity is worth and the hours they put into it and on the marketplace once it's listed there you as a player you could uh, you could purchase an nft that is a maybe a hoodie for your avatar or is something that uh, that is a like a, a tree or a asset that you can then combine with the with the last uh, tool in our ecosystem which is the sandbox game maker which is a no code game development tool that you can use to build game experience we have a we have a set of scripts and presets in there or you can do it to build like a house a a social experience a hub for other players and then you host that on a land or you host that on someone else's land and you pay rent for it. So this owner of this land actually can earn passive revenue as well by just hosting an experience that someone else is building. So 
I know if you're not familiar with it, it's very like you have to wrap your head around it and it's quite confusing and because it's 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 very new and there's a lot of uh, moving wheels but um the long story is that we want to give like anyone the possibility to enjoy what he's doing like show it to the world and monetize it which is uh, as an artist i can monetize my art as a game developer i can build experiences or worlds that are being enjoyed by others as a player i can just play and thanks to play to earn and earn also send our utility token inside the platform so let me summarize what you just said uh for my audience that doesn't know uh, that's not familiar with this sandbox has multiple it's like a dynamic asset think of it like that it's not it's a virtual world that's comprised of many things that you know build a beautiful creator economy so you have the virtual world where land is sold uh, you have the marketplace where the nfts in the virtual world are sold and you have this software which i have used by the way and created some characters i'm going to get Great. into that <laughs> box edit and i think this is a beautiful software i'm going to go ahead and give uh back you up here just because number one you can create anything in depth wise like there's a lot of uh, voxel editing softwares but i really really like the graphics for sandbox that's what i enjoyed about it and mm -hmm. it's simple it's not very hard to it's not going to take you a week to get the hang of the software it'll take you one or two days um so that software you can use to create nfts to display on your land or sell on the marketplace so people who are participating in this in the sandbox are kind of pioneering it contributing to its growth so i wanted to ask you now mr marcus me as an individual creator am i allowed to sell it on the marketplace now or are there certain restrictions now and is that going to be allowed in the future uh, two months ago we've released our marketplace in a uh, in the beta which was the first uh, first uh, the first release of the marketplace that we decided to want to roll out with there were several reasons why we decided to keep it low um, one of them was uh, that it's it's a beta and it's the first time that we opened it up to anyone and we wanted to have like a first feedback on the feature set that we made available to everyone and uh, we also made the decision to have a curated uh, setup for it so we have two Two funds that are being supported through the sandbox one of them is the artist fund and the other one is the game maker fund so the artist fund is a set of over 100 artists that are working closely with the sandbox that are very like a very very creative uh, people all across the world that uh, decided to actually they want to participate and provide content to um, the sandbox and it's all artists and they will help us to like to um, to build some experiences, they are work. There are some of them which are artists for hire, and um, they they help with the, like a lot of the creative part of asset creation and NFTs creation. Because in order to have a UGC world, you need to have UGC generated. And in order to kickstart it, we created this uh, artist fund where actually anyone can can apply. And the other fund that we have is the Game Maker Fund, which is the same. It's a similar concept, but for someone that wants to build a game experience or a world or a like. A, something that can be put on a um, on our land and if you if you want to now monetize your nfts you will not be able to do so unless you are whitelisted from the sandbox because we kept it for now in a curated form however in the coming month or actually in the coming weeks we will um, open up this and give everyone the possibility to at least publish their um, creations as a first step so that they can be used as, a, as asset or by, can be seen by other users. And then going forward, we want to give everyone as well the opportunity to monetize them for send and then earn revenue directly. 
So that so that's actually really, really, really cool. I think that number one, strategy wise, I think it's very smart to not just go all in and let everybody just start selling whatever they want. I think you're keeping the value and you're building the integrity of the marketplace and the reputation uh, strategically. Um, so just to wrap this up, I uh, in terms of the the applying part. As a, if I wanted to, let's say, monetize my NFTs right now for the time being, I would have to apply to the creator fund, which by the way, everybody, it's not too, it's not too complicated. You just have to show some examples. No, no, it's a form you have to fill out and then you will like, our team will be in touch. You might have to do a small, um, like, like you have to prove that you are, um, that you have a certain level of creativity by providing uh, something that you've worked on just so for, for us, it's also, it helps us to keep it curated and a bit of a exclusive mindset and, um, and, but anyone can apply. And, and when you guys, do you guys tell the create, can the creators make what they want or do they have certain things they have to submit that you guys ask for? Essentially, they can do what they want. Um, but there's also some things where we're getting assistance from the creator fund in order to populate the experiences. To give you an example, right now, we are getting ready to release the alpha and uh, which, will, which will go live in a, in a not so long time. And uh, inside, when you log in for the first time, you will, be, you will find yourself inside a hub, like the sandbox hub, which is the, the centerpiece of the land. Like if you go on our map and the centerpiece is a big, uh, big estate, that is the sandbox. And you will start in there and everybody will start in there. And in there, you will see assets, you will see NFTs, you will see like, uh, like other, other NPCs. But everything, like the important part, is everything that you see inside the sandbox is user generated and it's someone else that's done it so that's the that's actually the mind-blowing part that you have this whole world which is completely done by other like by other users by other players and it's uh, it's essentially nfts so even if you see something that you like you can like you can click on it you can interact with it in theory and uh, like buy it and use it for your own experiences so this is uh, all this is possible and now i wanted to talk about uh, you talked about selling things on the marketplace what would prevent? What about a, as an artist if they wanted to sell that asset on, let's say, OpenSea and include it as an unlockable content? What is there any way to prevent that? Is that allowed? Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, no. So due to due to the nature that it's an NFT, it's uh, it's in your wallet and it's yours, and uh, that should remain yours. So now, just for the fact that you used Voxedit, for us, it's uh, we have no we have no objections with it. Like it's uh, you can you can create it. You should be able to list it. You should be able to do whatever you you want with it. If you now decide, because if you go now on OpenSea and you search for the sandbox, you will find the majority is uh, is lands like pieces of virtual real estate, but you also see a lot of NFTs and assets being listed in there or equipment. So you can already, like the secondary market is already picking up and we see actually very good tractions in the secondary markets. So the, the interest is there, which is very good for us to see as well, but it also shows that users are interested in interacting with NFTs and uh, going off this, uh, this trading route as well. Okay, so now let's segue into the land because I think this is one of the most interesting concepts that my audience and just anybody uh, is very interested in, in terms of regarding virtual worlds. So sandbox land, how many pieces of land are there in total? And what would incentivize a buyer to buy besides the features? What would incentivize a buyer to, let's say, invest in a parcel of land for sandbox? Uh, that's a that's a very good question. Actually, it's one of the questions that we get asked a lot, especially over the last couple of days, because we just recently had our latest land sale. Wow. And um, so 
in total, there's 166,000 pieces of land. It's a little bit like it's a little bit more than 166, but just for the sake of 166,000 pieces of land. And each piece of land is around one acre of space. Like it's 100 times 100 meters, give or take. Like I think it's plus minus. I think it's 98 times 98. But um, so you can have an you can have an idea of uh, of scale of the sandbox in total. So one piece of land is uh, is one acre that can be owned by an individual user and to date, we have sold uh, roughly 50% of the map. Like this is something that we also decided we don't want to open the map up once, like once, and then leave it as that. But we want to have um, um, combine it with like activations, like we're doing with the with the board Ape Yacht Club, with Voxadeos, with uh, we had uh, like last month we had the the Winkelvoss brothers that also invested. Oh, like there's, there's there's Gemini, so we have a lot of a lot of good partners that are all very excited about working with us and doing something inside this virtual space. So as a, but the question is like that you ask as well, like as an individual, what can I do with a piece of land? And there's various things actually. So right now, as we are pre-alpha and the game is not live yet, you, you are like, you're preparing yourself, so to speak, for the moment that uh, the land will open up and other users can interact with it. So you can start using GameMaker, you can start using Voxedit, you can start um, finding other communities that are very familiar with those tools and maybe they want to build for you. And then going forward, you will be able to, if you want, you can resell it and try to resell it as a higher value to another user. You can uh, rent it to someone. Like, let's say, um, me personally, I don't have the, the the game development experience, but I want to have content on my land. I can ask someone that is a, that is a very familiar with Game Maker, and uh, I can offer him to host his experience on my land. And then every month, I get a, I get a, I get a little bit of sand, a little bit of revenue in my pocket that I can own just for owning a piece of land and renting it out. And we're also going to bring this a step further that you will be able to like to stake sand on a specific lens. Um, ideally, you will be able to build like DAOs, like uh, like completely communities and. Um, organizations inside a land that then have a voting right and decide what kind of content is happening and in which direction a land is going. So for us, it's really about like, uh, it's really like as if you would own a, a, a physical piece of, uh, of land, like you have your acre and you decide what you're going to do on it. And all of this, like it's, uh, we want to give um, like really like the freedom that you decide what you want to do with it, but also the possibilities of doing all those things that I just described. And over the like, you know the you know the the crypto space and you know the NFT space like it's evolving like in a, in a speed that is uh, <laughs> that is uh, unbelievable like I've never seen it. Um, so who knows what in six months we are like? Uh, oh, that's like six we will years. Have. Oh, yes, that's like exactly. Six years. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. Um, this is uh outstanding it's amazing and i think that my users uh my my audience also i want to touch on the land even more in depth you said you can stake sand on land and you can create DAOs. can you go a little bit more in detail on these two concepts please uh, so a lot of this i can't go too much into detail as a lot of it is a little bit still um in in development but it's no it's no problem like it's it's a valid question and let's let's uh, let's answer it like we want to give the opportunity how it's going to work in detail it's not um, it's not uh, not fully decided yet but ideally we want to give every landowner the possibility to to decide on his own how he's going to set it up so if he wants to uh, he wants to set up a dao he wants to like maybe he will even be able to to set up his own his own token like his own um, 
on, side, on his land. So yeah, exactly. So you have an ERC20 token that is uh, living on your land that might be bound to your brand. So you have the like you you could maybe you have the, the talk too much token that is uh, being used on your piece of land and that your community can interact with, and then you can sell uh, NFTs or merch on your virtual land for this token. So there is a there is for individuals really an opportunity to um, to interact with their with their user base or with other friends, and then. If you decide to set up a DAO, like they can vote maybe on the type of content you provide. Maybe you want to give exclusive content to landowners or someone that visits your land. Like this is completely up to you. But uh, we want to give those possibilities, definitely. That is actually uh, amazing. It's crazy because I'm assuming doing this would also increase the value of your land over time, therefore giving you the ability to flip it more easily as well. So that's giving you more options. Um, I want to touch on the graphics for Sandbox yeah. a little bit. Um, well, before I even go in more in depth, I'm a I was a big fan of the graphics, not just because it recreated Minecraft in a virtual world setting, but it did so with better um, um, lighting, better ambient uh, occlusion, inclusion, I think it's called. But just the graphics look much crisper and better. What was the inspiration for the graphics? And do you see these graphics? I think they are key evolving into the future do you see these graphics transitioning into uh, further technologies like vrs or settings or anything else um so on a personal note i'm a i'm a big i'm a big fan of, of voxel of pixel art of all of this which was also one of the key reasons why i really wanted to engage with the uh, with the sandbox and uh, it's uh, it's something that is it's an art style that is that is colorful it's approachable but at the same time you can have a certain level of uh, of seriousness attached to it depending on how you decide to use this level of uh, like this level of graphics or this level of uh, fidelity that you want to showcase um so we wanted to keep this freedom terms of the graphical and artistic direction that uh, that someone wants to go or someone wants to experience but at the same time voxels give uh, compared to other um, like block based uh, games or other voxel games they give you like an extra level of detail that you can that you can add so if you look at the the avatars or the assets that are being created in the sandbox like they are very detailed and you have a lot of freedom in how you approach them and you can of course just do something that is very block based but you can also go really into this uh, this nitty gritty and um, pixel perfect uh, approach and do like uh, designs that are that are that are really mind blowing and uh, this is uh, this is important for us and uh, to have something that is at the same time also easy to get into like it's a i hate this phrase but it's uh, easy to learn hard to master but it's uh, in this case it really it really fits because uh, like you, you you yourself you used voxedit and you know that it's easy to understand and you, you see fair. what you see is what you get but then there's this layer behind this curtain that is really opening completely new possibilities to be fair i did have previous editing experience so i might have been able to get used to the software easier but yes to, to answer what you were saying it, it it does bring that level of professionalism because if you really look at these graphics and these voxels they're different than crypto voxels they're different than minecraft they're a lot more in detail and, and like crisp in my opinion and honestly the gameplay uh for the alpha the trailers looks absolutely insane what type of games can you make on this land? I want to touch on that part specifically because your consumer base, uh, this is a platform for creators, uh, businessmen uh, like the Winklevoss brothers, but also game players. Um, so let's say for older gamers, what type of games uh, are available to create? And can you tie these games in? Do you think you can tie these games into your brands in real life? 
Oh yes, definitely. So actually, so that's a, that's it's again a very good question. And it, the type of games is uh, it's really at the end of the day, it's up to the user how he decides to interact with the brand. So we want to provide a tool that uh, gives you no real limits in terms of creativity. Now, in terms of functionality, there are to date certain limits just because the game maker is in beta and the game is not alive yet. So we are right now in game maker, a lot of the experiences are focused on single player experiences, which is something that uh, we see a lot of attention and uh, a lot of interest as well. But going forward, we also want to give the opportunity to, to, to build multiplayer experiences. And this in my sense will be the moment once you'll be able to host multiplayer experiences when, when it's gonna like when it's gonna explode, when you can invite your friends and you can experiences like you can experience um, the sandbox together and that's in the end what it's all about like the, the like the blockchain is and nfts mainly are about like communities it's about people bringing other people together and empowering them and um, this is really the like the direction that we'd like to that we'd like to take and that that's what i i really love about this is people just don't understand mr marcus that for example, you could, I could be in on your land and dead mouth, like we were just talking yeah. about, might stumble on your land and I could be feet away from him in the virtual world, whereas that experience would never happen in real life. What do you think, you know, with this being said, you guys are picking up major steam. You know, I saw you guys have a lot of partnerships. If you look throughout the entire Sandbox map, uh, Sandbox has all their partnerships. One cool thing about Sandbox that I, in terms of marketing, is that's what I want to get into next, is you guys actually have the brands on the land on the map so it's not it's not hidden it's not a land parcel it's the the photo of the brand so in terms of the marketing now i want to touch on that if i were to buy a land a piece a parcel of land or something is there a way for me to market my land to other people and what ways are there for example for me to connect with the community and get people's attention on my land so the the most obvious layer that is also being visible right now is if you go on our website like sandbox.game and you click on map, you'll see what you just described, those different brands and individuals that have a certain size of land and you'll see like uh, a lot of uh, like uh, pictures that in the future when you click on it, there is going to be a button that is going to like uh, say play or enter and then you'll jump into the client and you can see what those users or those brands have built in this space. And however, at the same time, we... Like we are, if you if you look at the sandbox or you look in our trailers, you would think, hey, it's a game. But actually, it's more. I would personally, I consider it more as a platform that is giving the possibilities to user to to build something and populate it and publish it there. So for this to work, there needs to be a a tool set or a, a suite of tools like a like a publishing tool set for game developers or landowners to um, promote their pieces of land. So the actually something that is uh, quite advanced in our development roadmap is a land preview map, which is um, which is just showing the type of experience that is hosted, like. Gives the owner the opportunity to write a description. You see who's the owner. You will see which NFTs are being used that you can maybe buy them directly, and you will see like uh, there's going to be ratings, comments, like all the social suite will be available to you to market your game effectively. And beyond that, there's also going to be an interest from our side. And what also what we want to do is we want to highlight experiences that are that are out there, and we want to empower like uh, like game makers and showcase their games to them. So. 
there's gonna like we want to do uh, we want to do like I don't know Friday evening live streams where we try out uh, like 50 games, uh, 50 experiences oh, that have been published, or uh, you or just on our landing page we we showcase certain experiences that are being played or trending right now. So like this is something that we definitely want to do. We want to give the like uh, the tool set to market it and to showcase what you've been building, and also to give like uh, options to increase visibility, be it through our own network or through the owner directly and that that i think i'm very happy to hear you say that i think that's big for my audience you that's exactly what you want to hear is those words increase visibility for the consumers um so in terms of increasing visibility i think um, we already talked about this in the dms i was going to ask you you said that this could be coming is there a way to embed my social media links my twitch links youtube links onto the land to really solidify that experience as a creator as a brand Oh, yes, actually, there's a, there's a lot of creative examples that we're seeing right now. Um, soon we're going to talk about a um, a physical artist, uh, an Italian artist. She's um, going to soon share her experiences that she has been built in the in the sandbox, which is going to be something that is very um, very um, artistic has a very nice artistic approach and is bringing a a physical artist's vision into a interactive space, which is working very well. So. We're going to talk about that in, I think, uh, in the middle of June. And um, But what she's doing as an example, she used to build an experience and then she put a huge like uh, 30 by 30 QR code in her land, which is her, like, uh, I think it's a link to her website or it's her link tree. So she went uh, to, she went ahead and reconstructed block by block a QR code that is being used in her experience. But then going forward, what another, what another um, user was doing, um, uh, is a building a um, a Spotify code that is uh, like you know those scannable Spotify codes, and yeah. this is an NFT that can be scanned, and then you get uh, redirected to the Spotify link. So anything that you can like QR codes work, Spotify links, anything, and you can even put like a hyperlinks or um, URLs themselves. But I think it's nice to have um, to combine social platforms and nfts and use them to share certain things so can you please go in depth on that specific interaction so what do you mean uh so you could if you could paint a picture a little bit what do you mean they built a qr code and then you scan it and you get redirected to their links imagine you walk down the street and uh, it's like a, it's a bit like a, like a poster imagine you walk down the street and you see a huge poster on the side of a wall that is just a qr code and then you take out your phone and you scan it and exactly the same thing will work inside the, the sandbox experience that is being built so i walk around with my avatar i see uh, i see a qr code on the wall and what i'm going to do i'm take out my phone i'm going to scan my screen and I'm gonna get uh, redirected to the socials. I can listen. Like I can maybe I get redirected to like you know what QR codes can do. Maybe I will go to YouTube. Maybe I will go to the podcast. Oh, or... you're in real life. You're taking your phone. Ah, yes. Ah, oh, yes. So you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought in the game you were doing so. Ah, I'm... no, no, no. Sorry, maybe that wasn't clear. But oh. there's still this interaction of a physical and digital world. But you can take your phone. I can take my phone. I can scan it, and then I'll scan the QR code because it is just a like a asset like an asset an nft that is being used to display something and it's the same with the with the spotify codes with the like urls every land page as well will have the social links to a artist's page so those are but those are the basics you know like we'd like to think one step further and like uh, really blend like digital and physical world by providing and giving users the opportunity to build things like this that is actually ridiculously innovative because that's just like you said, that's just the beginning that could lead to so many more things. Is there a way for, let's say, 
my I'm going to tell you my idea really quickly. Um, so the only two, the two main virtual worlds that have really grabbed my attention um, are I wanted a Vox edit parcel. So I was torn between crypto voxels and sandbox. But uh, I've always just been on sandbox the last two, three months. As you could tell I've been DMing you for <laughs> that long. So um, that's one. And then I got one insomnium as well. So I, I like the direction of the VR and the graphics of sandbox. I think these two, those are my bets. And I want to build a podcasting stadium, a screen and air my show in the metaverse. You gave me some ideas with tokens and things to do, but is it possible for me to do something like that in sandbox to build a, a TV, a movie theater and host my air my show like this episode live in sandbox? So right now, no, I'd love it to be possible uh, in the near future. Like I like I it's a feature that I definitely want because I think in terms of engaging, like my vision is in uh, in five years, you like whatever you want to do, you log in and you 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 meet your friends, you you live your life, you maybe you have a, maybe you go to a world that is your and your like you 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 workplace because like one one thing that we didn't touch really and that it's not on everybody's people's mind I think when we talk about the metaverse is the like there's going to be new jobs created to it like you're going to have uh, virtual architects you're going to have asset creators you're going to have uh, like uh, agencies and artists and all of them are like based around those virtual worlds and if you look at um, like other block and games like uh, actually released a documentary about like the Philippines and earning money through play to earn like those things that are that are were unthinkable like <laughs> five to ten years ago and it's a, it's a like it's a, it's a dream come true and it's really like uh, like giving completely new opportunities and we also want to enable um, anyone to like follow his passion and do and find new revenue streams that make sense for him and that uh, that that are fun for him and not something where he just goes to earn money and then he sits there from nine to five and then he goes home and uh, plays or is a does whatever but um like showing videos i definitely i would love that i would love to have a cinema in the sandbox as well where you can watch uh, like full movies and the same as i'd like to um, I'd like to like I'd like to go to I don't know to a to a virtual bar and watch esports like esports yes. games or something with my friends like all this should be possible I'd love to have streams right now technically it's not possible um, I'm pretty sure it will be possible yeah. but uh, it's a matter of technically technicalities and for us the focus right now is to have a solid alpha and beta experience so Mr. Marcus what do you you said a keyword that you said esports uh, do you believe esports will be integrated within the virtual worlds as time comes on do you think these like industries will merge past slowly? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure yes. Uh, those are like just looking at those two industries, like looking at blockchain, looking at esports, looking at gaming as well. Like just independently, you see like huge uh, like attraction and growth potential going forward as well. And I think it's only a matter of time of uh, like esports interacting with the uh, virtual worlds. And the main question is how and why and like why as a fan, for example, would I go and engage with my favorite esports team in a virtual space rather than what I'm doing right now and follow them on, on Twitter, watch on Twitch. And so there are, there are questions, of course, that are left, uh, that are left open and unclear. But for me, it's only a matter of, uh, of time until like esports will really see the potential in, the, in terms of reach and brand recognition and, um, and again, branding appeal inside virtual spaces. And they will go there as well. So I only have two more questions. I do want to touch on uh, what you just said right there in terms of uh, the use cases. It, it is just a, a matter of time. And truth of the matter is, do you, you know, it's crazy to think the way you were des describing it, that five years from now, 
you know, half of our lives in terms of the, the, your average individual, half of his life, her life might be in the virtual world. It's crazy the way you were just, you described it. Like you have to wake up and go to work in the virtual world. So that's going to be interesting to see where all this leads to. And I wanted to, to touch on two last questions. Um, interoperability. Uh, for my user audience, there's a lot of virtual worlds out there. And before I want to ask you two questions. Number one, what would entice someone to buy, go with a sandbox uh, piece of land versus others? And number two, certain people are in Decentraland, are in crypto voxels, are in Somnium. Is there, inter- is there ever going to be interoperability between all these virtual worlds where I can transfer some assets from virtual world to virtual world? And that's it. Um, so to answer for the first question, why someone would uh, would go for the sandbox or would choose uh, like the sandbox over another project, like uh, of course myself as well included, I have I have accounts on all the like all the the open worlds or the UGC worlds, be it blockchain or be it not blockchain, and I love following what they are doing and I love the direction that this whole meta like this metaverse term, which is a term that is quite broad, because like a metaverse is uh, like an intervening of a lot of things, and we're talking about like all those various metaverses, um, but. Uh, in terms of the sandbox, or if you like, first of all, we are built on the blockchain, which uh, differentiates us from a lot of the tra- traditional UGC games. And it's uh, if you see the like the potential of the blockchain, if you are interested in like in monetizing what you're creating in an effective way, then the blockchain right now is the way to go. And this is why NFTs have such a boom because artists are seeing the potential and they have a way to monetize their art and showcase their art to direct to consumer, which is uh, which is one of the reasons why this growth is going on over the last couple of months the way it is. And it's really like thanks to artists and uh, them exploring and uh, going into the space. So in terms of, so this already like uh, reduces the, 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 gives you choice of certain metaverses or open worlds only, which are then um, like there's the central land, there's CryptoVoxels, there's Somnium Space, like all of those are great projects, but I think all of them have a certain like thing where they're, where they're very strong and where they're exceeding compared to the others. For the sandbox, it's really, for us, it's really important to um, give um, like, entertainment and experiences to the end user. So this is really, I think, the the area where the sandbox will shine. It's through like experiencing things together in an in really an, an inclusive environment that where anyone can can join, anyone can play and uh, and get together. So that being said, you should not be able to only play, but you should also be able to socialize. And um, and the other platforms, a lot of them, they have a, they do an, an, a tremendous, like a very good job of uh, like showcasing art, doing art galleries and social events, getting people together. There is gamification in in all of them, and it's it's working great. And uh, some new space like with VR, it's really it's a different experience. Um, but for us, it's really about like uh, having. Exper- like lasting experiences that uh, you look like you look back on and just like boy I, had a, I just had a, I had a great time um, interacting with communities with other players and um, I think this is also where the the part of interoperability that you touched on is coming into play like uh, one thing that we're seeing right now is um, is through those uh, NFT collection projects um, that they are they are they're following closely what the sandbox is doing and there's an interest to them because they are building like NFT collection projects like the, the board apes crypto punks mebits um, there's voxodeus there's the voxies there's a lot of them um they are they are really like the communities that are forming behind are like are tremendous like i love to be like to to be in those different discords and uh, what we want to do or what we are what we're working on is we want to just 
empower those communities and give them another use case. So you have an ape or you have a Mebit or you have a, like, a, ideally you also have a CryptoPunk. When you have it, you go into the sandbox and you have this like NFT and you can use it and play with it. And that's what we're currently working on. And this is what we want to do. And, um, and to go to the final point of your question of uh, like intersecting of those metaverses and those various virtual worlds, um, there in the end, it always depends on the on the platform itself, how open they are to um, working together with others. So we have very good connections to all of the other um, metaverse projects that are happening on the blockchain or outside the blockchain as well. And we're talking actively with them. And uh, it's uh, it's not uh, like it's not something that we are like we are shying away for us. It's really like because all of us, we have the same vision, which is around nfts communities empowering like bringing players together so personally and uh, we all know it like someone might be interested in visiting an art gallery in uh, in decentraland but then he wants to play a game in the sandbox so why not uh, find a way to combine this and make this transition more fluid and uh, it's it's not about like picking like one thing but decentralization is also around like having the choice of how you approach certain things and that's important for me and to be honest like this is why i love to work in nfts why i love to work in crypto because it's really it's um it's opening a lot of uh, possibilities and it's uh, it's really giving freedom on how you consume content how you create content yourself and i i really i really love that answer i want to really quickly recap that i, I watched a, a couple of interviews of uh, your uh, founder sebastian Bourget, if that's how you pronounce his name i apologize yeah. uh but he he said yeah, i'm trying to use my french accent but <laughs> Uh, he said that, you know, he said something very smart and you just reiterated. He said that we are really focused not just on creating a virtual world, but on getting them to come back. And that the focus on, in my opinion, the biggest currency, there's two currencies in this world, time and attention, and they drive everything. And I think you guys are focused are creating a product that makes their consumers lose track of time and just go in this fantasy world and that, you know, generates attention. And I think that's what I really liked about this is I, I think personally that you guys focusing on these things, number one, just like you said earlier, I'm pretty sure adding your videos in is not that hard to do. It's more about just getting the foundation right. You know, just tying up these loose knots, like creating a, a, a platform that really generates user attention to the point where other platforms, other previous traditional uh, platforms couldn't do gives you that upper hand. And then just adding that in there makes you an overall, you know, beautiful experience. Uh, Mr. Marcus, thank you so much. I'm going to end it with this. If you had to say a bold prediction or a goal for one year from now, if we were to have another talk, what would your goal be for your career and for Sandbox a year from now? Uh, for my for my personal career, actually, in one year, like it's, uh, I I wouldn't even know how to answer that. So right now, my focus it's really I'm heads heads down. I want to make the sandbox a success, and we have an we have an amazing team behind it. Like we have a team which is actually like our team is decentralized. Like we are a company that is decentralized. I'm a I'm a, I'm a German living in France. We have a lot of uh, colleagues in, in North America, in South Korea, in Japan, in, in, in South America as well. Like uh, actually a big part of the company is in South America, and. Um, we are all very focused in, in building, like realizing this vision that we're talking about now for a couple of years. And this year for us, it's really the most important as we're going to be at a point where we give this, uh, this, this precious uh, thing that we call the sandbox in everybody's hands. So in terms of game development and my background is in, is in, is in game publishing, it's really, it's, it's critical year and it's, it's the most important year that we're probably going to have in the, in the history of the sandbox as it's about like 
entering the space and uh, like uh, like uh, removing those uh, those safety wheels of your bicycle and um like this is this is the sole focus that we have like uh, like realizing our vision like building the sandbox continuing building the sandbox bringing it out and making people happy and uh, of course there's uh, like in terms of partnerships and the, the discussions that we're having right now like uh, thinking back six months i would have never thought i would get the emails or have the conversations that i'm having right now and it's just uh, it's uh, so I, i can't even imagine looking six months ahead if that if it continues on this trend i i couldn't even answer this i don't know i'm gonna the pope is gonna have a land i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i could honestly <laughs> say too shade of that no i can honestly say one thing i can agree with you is i also agree i didn't imagine having yeah. these type of conversations six months yeah ago. <laughs> no but it's great and the community is great and the crypto space is great and it's moving very fast so let's see where we are in six months um i don't want to i don't want to don't want to think about like what's in 12 months we have this long-term vision of what we're trying to build so for now it's really like heads down focusing on what is ahead of us and doing like a really polished experience that everyone is enjoying and that that's the beautiful part about crypto and nfts is people don't understand in, in the traditional world is this is how protocols operate it's just like you said yes. is everybody's invested it's a team game and it, there's no you know it's really a genuine environment this is literally it so yes. this is what makes me excited uh to get into this space as well so mr marcus thank you for giving me your time uh i hope this was a good interview for you i i'm gonna it was it a up. pleasure yeah. i'm gonna edit it up and make it look good um I thank you once again. It really means a lot that you invested your time in me and I hope you have a good day. Thank you. You too. My friend, thank you so much. Uh, this interview will be out tomorrow, probably next week. All right. Do you do the timing as you want. It was a very nice uh, conversation. Like I really enjoyed it. Like uh, yeah. you didn't, you didn't hype it. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Like I really like the questions. Like the questions were really, really good. And uh, you have a, you have a very nice, uh, like, but I, I saw that before as well in the interviews. Like you have a very nice style of leading the conversation. 